The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. In a real way, this solemnity, this feast, is our feast day, as well as the feast day of those who are in heaven, because we are celebrating our brothers and sisters who have made it. So that's something to celebrate. And we remember all those who are in heaven now, both those who we know are there that have names and those who don't. We remember uh, Abraham and Moses and Isaac and David, uh, Marianne Cope, Francis of Assisi, uh, St. Francis Xavier Cabrini, all those that we know their names and also those that we don't know. When I read the lives of the saints, I notice a number of things. One which comes right away is that they're very simple. You know, they're not the rich and the famous generally. But the second thing that comes to mind is they're joyful. They're always joyful. No matter what's going on, they're joyful. Now, I have an app on my smart watch here that will measure the joy in this room. So I'm going to see where we, we come on the scale. We're in trouble. And when you think of it, would people look at us and say, those are joyful Christians. I want to be with them. Or, you know, typical Catholic fashion, we sit on the end of the pew, people have to climb over us, we give them a dirty look. If they're in our pew, you know, that's not the joy of the gospel. I think you'll agree. But joy is an indication of faithfulness and holiness. And joy is a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's a free gift. Now, it doesn't mean that God's going to put new software into our heads and suddenly we're going to know what joy is. We've got to practice it. We have to practice it like any gift of the Lord. And the more we give it away, the more we get, and the more joy abounds in our lives. And people will be attracted to that. They'll say, where do those people get that joy? I want to find out. I want to join them. So if we're not showing the joy of the Lord, we got a problem. We need to stop doing certain things or start doing things to really take advantage of the gifts that God has given us because God has given us every possible gift to thrive and to flourish. Joy is just one of them. So 
like anything, do we practice that joy? How do we practice it? And we do have to practice it. So I'm going to say today, as you go forth today, practice joy. And generally, to practice that joy means to try and make someone else joyful, to bring that joy to someone else. So think of who you're going to see, where you're going to go, whether it's in Wegmans or a restaurant or family, whatever. Think of something that just might bring a smile to their face and bring a smile because somehow you are boosting them. You are identifying them as a beloved brother and sister, and you want them to have the joy that God gives to us. We all want to be saints, so we have to practice what the saints practice. Faith, obviously, growing in that prayer, but also joy, because I guarantee you the more we show our joy to the world, more people will be flocking here. There are parishes all over the country that have turned things around. And when you go into that parish, they greet you not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, but five times, because they really are rejoicing that you are with them. Can we do that? Of course we can. So as you go forth today, think of some way in which you can put into practice joy. Try it. Surprise yourself. Surprise God. Surprise people who may not see you in that light. And then the more we practice it, the easier it becomes, and the more the good news of salvation gets out there, and more people then will want to join us. So there's no limit with God's gifts. We limit God's gifts, but God doesn't limit them. So go out there. Be joyful. Try something. See how it works. Refine it. Tell other people about it. Share what went what went right, what went wrong. Try it again and again and again. And the more we practice it, the better we get at it. And the more we become holy because we are not only open to the gifts of the Lord, but we're truly practicing them. So that one day we'll be with all those who are filled with joy right now in heaven. They're not sitting around moping. They are overflowing with joy. So we have to start practicing that now.